Okay, good morning. We are on Siman Kuf Ein Dalad. Now, just to go back, I think we skipped Si'if Gimel. It's a quick one. Im ein lo ela kos echad. If you only have one cup of wine to drink. So, instead of wasting it just to drink during the meal, you should save it for the mitzvah of using it for, for benching. For Birkas Amazon. Okay. So now, we are going to Vav. Si'if Vav. Okay. Ein levarecha char yain shebeseuda. When you're drink, when you're having your meal, um, you don't say the the ending bracha of al gefen val priya gefen mein shalosh on wine on the wine that you drink during the meal. The birkat hamazon potarto because birkat hamazon potters it. V'chen poteret yain shelifni hamazon. So too, if you drink wine before the meal. You don't say Me'in Shalosh before Hamotzi because you get, because you're going to say Birkat Hamazon. That's going to be Poteret. And Yain is something that also uh, helps your appetite, helps digestion, and therefore, or just helps the meal going. So therefore it's considered um, as part of the meal. And therefore you don't say a Bracha Achrona. You save it for Birkat, you're just, you're just Poteret Birkat Hamazon. Even if you didn't have any wine during the meal, you only drank it before, this we do all the time with, with Kiddush. We drink wine and we don't say Al-Gefen uh, V'Al-Priya-Gefen, we just wait till Birkat Hamazon. Okay. Now it's interesting to point out, it's different by uh, liquids. When you drink water or other drinks before a meal, so they say you should um, you should definitely any drink that you have before the meal. It's not like wine because wine helps your meal, but other drinks that you have before your meal is considered not part of the meal, and therefore you have to say a bracha achrona berena fashot before birkat hamazon. Okay. And if you already benched. So they say even before benching, you should say a bracha achrona b'reina fashat. Even if you forgot before hamotzi, which you should definitely do it before hamotzi. Even if it's after hamotzi, you should still say a bracha achrona. If you benched, so then it's a machloket what you should do. Biralacha um, says you should say, um, you should still say it even after you bench, because it ha- the drink before the meal has nothing to do with the meal, and therefore has birkat hamazon has no power over it. Uh, some say savi bracha sahaka. Okay, let's continue with Zayn. Uh, yeah, it just says to look at elsewhere. Okay. Okay, I'll read it to make everyone happy. There are, it's in, quoted in the quote in the quotation series. Look it up later in Reish Saditet. Zayn. Im ein lo yain mashke. If you don't have any wine to drink during the meal, and you're going to be drinking water or other drink during the meal, juice, soda, ein levarech alehem. So you don't say a bracha shahakol and drinks during the meal, because you're having them during the meal, and then the hashivi kibaim mahamata seuda. So it's considered as having a part of the meal. Because it's not normal to eat a full meal and have no drink. The af, and in fact is, 
if you're still thirsty, some say you can't even say Birkatamazon to be Yotze Birkatamazon on a Doraita level because it seems to be on a Doraita level you have to, you, you can't be thirsty because it has to be Visavata. So anyway, so it's important, so the, the drink that you have during the meal is part of the meal. Now, yain is separate. We say we know we say Gefen, but it's extra chashuv. The shira karbanos has a special bracha, so we know yain has a special st- status. So during the meal, if you have your first cup of wine, you say Gefen. but for drinking, you don't say shahakol for other drinks. Um, not so important. They don't get their special bracha during the meal. Even if you are thirsty before the meal started, you didn't want to drink beforehand. So that the water doesn't bother you. As the point is that when you drink during a meal, it's always related to the meal. And the bread is poteret. When you say hamotzi, it goes on the drink as well. V'yesh omrim, l'varech alav alamayim shebeseuda. Now there are those who argue. Okay? Machlok rishonim. And so therefore, v'yesh machmirim, od l'varech alayim b'chol pam, nistama nimlachu b'chol pam. And they even say, you say a bracha on every drink during the meal. Because the meal, the drinking is really not part of the meal. And every time you're having another another drink, you're changing your mind. You weren't planning to keep on drinking. Some say it's, it's healthier not even to drink during the meal. Uh, so you wouldn't say. So according to this opinion, you don't say shahakal or bereina fashot. So the halacha follows the first opinion that you don't say shahakal, you don't say bereina fashot. But if you want to get out of a safek to be yotze all the rishonim, so what do you do? Yeshev kodem netila b'mamkom seuda. So you can't have a shino change your place, shino yimakom. So wherever you're going to eat your meal, before you wash your hands and before you say almotzi, you're going to have a little bit to drink. Lechatchila, it's before you wash your hands, but yeah, it could even be after you wash your hands. Vivarech aldat lishtot betoch seudato. And then what do you do? You have a sip of your drink before you say hamotzi. So the minag and the halacha certainly like the first opinion. You don't you don't have to be strict. You don't have to do this chumra, but there is such a chumra, and obviously it's a good thing to do. But they point out the post can point out if you're trying to get yourself out of a machloket. So what you want to do is if you're going to be if you are going to drink some water or juice before the meal. So you have to make sure it's less than a revi'it of, of drink. Um, and some say even less than a kazait. Because once you have a revi'it, now it could be that you should have to say another bracha, a uh, bracha achrona beforehand. So you're, it's not a good idea to um, try and be machmer and drink a revi'it. That's not the way to do it. If you what, want, what if you need to drink water? You say you come home, say no, so if you if you want to drink water beforehand, you're allowed to. So if you're having it, so according to the according to the Mishnah Bura, generally speaking, if you anything you drink before the meal, you would say Berena Fashos beforehand, um, before you start Hamotzi. Um, 
Now, obviously, this is only, when it comes to water, you're only going to say a bracha, you're only going to use this as a chumrah, and you're only going to say a bracha, shahakal, on water, if you are thirsty. If you're just doing it to, to, so that you're trying to say the bracha beforehand, it doesn't help, because you don't say water, you don't say a bracha on water, if you're not actually thirsty for water. Um, another etzat, if you want to be a machmer, is just to have uh, some wine during the meal. And when you say wine during the meal, and you have a mind, all drinks. Okay. Chet. Al yain shevetoch hamazon ko echad veechad mevarech laatzma. Afilo hesebu yachad. Delo yecholin laanot amen. Mishum dechayshin an shema yagdim kan eleveshet. Now what happens during the meal? You're sitting with your friends during the meal. You bring out a bottle of wine. Everyone wants to have a sip of wine. And everyone needs to say, Bere priya gefen. So should you have one person say it for everybody, or should everyone say their own Bere Priyagafa? So according to the Shulchan Arach, it's very simple. Everyone must say their own Bere Priyagafa, and you cannot have in mind to be motzi other people. And no one should be have kavanah to be motzi through you. Normally we say, Barova Amhadra Melech, but here in the middle of a meal, we don't want people to answer Amen. Now you could say the bracha out loud, and those who say Amen, Amen, but... When you're, when you're having a mind for, to be motzi other people, everyone's going to make sure they say Amen. And the problem is, we don't want people to have food in their mouth and speaking and answering Amen, so that uh, people don't choke. So therefore, the halacha is straight across the board, according to the Shulchan Arach, that when you say Hagafen, everyone says their own bracha during the meal for Hagafen. Haga, now the, the Ramah argues, and he says, V'yesh armim di'imam ar'lehem savri rabotai, so then he says, however, Shulchan Aruch is correct, but if you say the word and you pause and you make sure everyone gets a chance to swallow what's in their mouth, then since you warned everyone, you can have in mind to be motzi everyone and everyone else could have in mind to be yotzi through you. And one could say the bracha for everybody. And he says that's the custom. And he continues, So then he says, So what does that mean? Like, what's the kavana? Perush amilim. Sevri is basically telling you, guys, Sevri Marnan, if you want to think to be Yotze the mitzvah, listen carefully. Yotze the bracha of Agefen, listen carefully. Um, and you and you don't say also b'rishut rabotai. You say one or the other. V'chein kol makom shemavarchin al yain. And therefore, any time we say b'repriyagefen, there's a custom to say sari rabotai or sari marnan al yain mishum birkat yain shepatoch hasuda enomim b'rishut el savri mitam shenidver. So because there became a custom to say sari rabotai during the meal for wine. That's stuck. That any time you have wine, this is the reason for saying Sarvim Arnan. Let's say some people say it for, before Kiddush or other times. When everyone says Sarvim Arnan, this is the reason. Because it might come to a case where, I mean, it's, it's similar to a case where um, a person might want to have wine with other people during a meal. That's the opinion of the, uh, that the Ramah quotes from the Shibali Halakit. There is other uh, other reasons. Now, first, just to say, 
we all know that there's a custom to say birshut before, before bread, before other things. So where does that come from? So one is pashtut. Whether you say savri or birshut, it's you know, one reason given, uh, given uh, is because you're saying it for somebody else and you want to make sure the other person is paying attention and listening and is going to have kavana to be able to say the mitzvah. But what else is it? Uh, they say when it comes to, uh, let's say, um, there are certain things that uh, could be birkat Muslim even. Anything that you're, someone honors you to say for other people, there's a custom to say birshut. Why? Because it's an, uh, it's an act of, uh, of anava, of humility. You're saying, you know, you're basically asking them, or, uh, you know, you give me permission, or you're telling them, or the other, the other side is, you're telling them that you gave, you're acknowledging that they gave you permission, because they told you to say it, and then you're asking them, but also in Shamayim, uh, are they asking that I, that I'm ra'ui and, and, and appropriate to, to say, to say the bracha for all of you? So, it happens to be, based on, on, on this, on this uh, midrash, it says, really you should answer Shamayim. That was the, the, the Iker, uh, the midrash. Is that when someone says, and that's the, the custom by the Sephardim, many times when you, uh, when, when, the, when they get up to say the bracha for people, we all, it's common by, uh, let's say, Shofar, Halal, they say, Bershut, Morai, Varabotai, and the Kahal answers, Shamayim. And that's really where it comes from. The Katamazan. The Katamazan, they answer Shamayim. Shamayim means that the people are answering, don't worry, not only do, do we give you permission, but mean Shamayim, even in, in Shamayim, they're masking that you're Ra'ui and that you should go ahead and, and say, and be Motsiyas. So that's, that's where that comes from. Now, what about Sarvi Maranan? So, we just had the re- one reason given by the Rama. Now, there's an, um, several other reasons, and they're all based on not just the word Savi Maranan, but it's all based on Savi Maranan, Savi Maranan, Lachaim. The custom by, by many is the one who's leading says Savi Maranan, and they answer Lachaim. So the, ik, the Ikar of the following reasons is all based on we really want a chance for the people to say Lachaim. Or the guy who says Savri is alluding to this expression of Lachaim. And I know many don't answer uh, among Ashkenazim. It's not it's not the custom by many, but it's at least alluding to this phrase. And he just has to, you know, it's like the key on word. You say, you know, you, you, you start off the beginning of the song or whatever it is, and everyone knows how to continue. So you mention Sevi Marnan, and at least they know that it's referring to uh, Lachaim. So what is Lachaim? So they um, it's brought down in the Rishonim a couple different, uh, or early achronim, a couple different reasons that are given. One is, we know that yain can lead to getting shikr, getting drunk. And that's not a good thing. And um, bad things can come out of it, even death. But uh, negative things can come out of that. So we're telling everybody, listen, we're drinking as a, we're, we're drinking to have a cup of wine, or a few cups of wine, but we're not doing it to get drunk. And it should be, uh, to be l'simcha and uh, or l'chaim and not for um, and, and not negative. Now another thing they say is because um, this is brought down in the Bach that before a person who's high of misa from Beisdin they used to drink him wine, give him wine to drink to get a little sugar to make it a little easier for him. And or also there's a custom that we give. Uh, it's, it's from uh, Mishlei. We give a person uh, who's an Avel, we give him wine to drink to make it easier for him. 
So we know that wine is given to, to, to help once in a while. It should not be, you know, obviously no addictions, but it should be used once in a while for a good purpose, to ease off some pain. And, and so it's often given in times of death. So this is L'chaim. We're tell, we're, we're, so it's, we just want to point out that this is there's nothing wrong going on, and it shouldn't be a bad sign. Uh, yain, it should be L'chaim. We also point out by Noah, and um, that by Noah he got drunk, and from him came curse to the world, and L'chaim is opposite curse. Eitz uh, also one of the possible fruits was Anavim, and that's also brought death to the world. And also a piso, there's something in, in the saying those two words of Savri Maranan. Okay. And just as an aside, not that it's so relevant to here, but there's a famous custom by clinking glasses when people drink wine. So one of the, uh, one of the possible reasons given from drinking wine is because, and this is actually brought down in, in the acronym. Now one of the reasons is because people used to kill each other with wine. They used to pretend to be nice to someone and then they would offer him wine and then sneak in some poison and the person would die. So before you have wine, because it was often used by wine in particular. So by wine, when you drink wine, that's another reason given. As you say, no, it's l'chaim. It shouldn't, you know, we don't want wine to have anything bad. Uh, and, um, and so that's why some people, uh, that's the custom from clinking glasses because they used to fill up the glasses with wine and they used to hit it enough to each other that it would splash from one to another. So that it would, so this way you would end up drinking from each other's and as long as no one's going to kill themselves. So if you do that, it's, um, uh, people used to actually pour some in, uh, different, uh, different, uh, different shot in what, uh, used to be done. A Roman custom. Correct. That's why. Okay. Good. Roman custom. Okay. Could be dark here more. That's the original source. Famous Romans. I come in peace, but I'm here to kill you. I mean, someone else I saw say they used to clink not to spill the wine into each other, but to show that I'm clinking and I'm not mixing because I trust you. Anyways, let's <coughs> let's wait. Kuf ayin hey. Uh-huh. So it could be Ashkenazim, so when said not to say L'chaim, well, listen to Savri, but not answer L'chaim, I think what you meant to say is because you might end up saying L'chaim as the guy already started saying the bracha. And oh, okay, okay. Or during the meal, you wouldn't answer L'chaim because you're in the middle of, you're still eating. You have to take a chance to swallow. So once they don't say L'chaim during the meal, they will never say L'chaim. Okay, you let us know. Okay. Kuf ayin hey. Alright, this is an interesting siman. Ooh, let's see if we can finish. Birkat hatove hameti bal yain. Aleph. Heviu lehem yain acher. Eno bevarech berpia gefen, aval mevarech alav hatove hameti. So now, you already had a cup of wine, and you already said berpia gefen. And now you get another cup of wine, 
from a different a different type of wine, a different bottle. So it seems to be that there's a chovah. It's not just an optional. That there's a, there's a mitzvah chovah on some level to say hatov v'hametiv. Right? You say baruch atashem elkinu malcholam hatov v'hametiv. Instead of saying beripregefin, and even if you're not high to say beripregefin, because if you have a mind to drink any bottle of wine that they're going to give you, if you're at your house, someone else's house, and you have a mind to drink different bottles of wine, you say one beripregefin, and that covers all the all the future bottles you're going to get. But there's a separate bracha. You do you're, for every new bottle of wine, you're supposed to say. We'll see some details as we go along. And this is a, supposed to be a, a bracha of shavach, that uh, you get more wine and more shavach, that uh, you say, hatov uh, um, as a, it's a shavach to a Kodesh Baruch um, Now they do say though, it's brought down, uh, it's brought down in the Mishnah, but other places that, why do you say, hadavcha hatov v'hametiv? Um, right, not everyone says this, but it's in order to remind us of what happened with Beitar, as we're going to get to that whole bracha, uh, the whole fourth bracha, Birkat Amazon, which was a bit of a sad story. And again, this relates to what we mentioned before, to remind us of, of death, in order to that we don't, right, we don't want to drink too much. Just, uh, you know, it's like breaking the glass. Just a little something to, to remind us not to go, not, not to lose ourselves. Okay. Yeah, but it reminds you again. It's it's a drash. I don't think this is the main uh, correct, but it reminds you. The fourth bracha of Berakat was, and the reason why they said the bracha was because of they had a chance to bury the bodies from Beitar. So yeah, it's a little bit of a drash there. But anyways, the, the main thing is to give shavach when a kaddish baruch gives you a shavach of yain and something good. We want to give shavach to a kaddish baruch. Okay. Um, let's read a little bit more and then we're going to get into some caveats. Okay. Now, the Haggad continues, So here's our first caveat. Now, according to the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah, even if you finished your first bottle completely and now you bring out another bottle, it's a new bottle. You're supposed to say, Hatov now, there is an opinion among the Rishonim that you don't say Hatova Hametiv if you still have some of the, if you finish the first bottle. You only say Hatova Hametiv if you have some of the first bottle left over. Because then you really see like one bottle of wine after another. Well, you still see, you know, one bottle still has wine and then you bring another bottle. It's more of a, uh, of a, more elaborate. Or, and therefore, Chazal wanted you to say Hatova Hametiv. Now, so many achronim, uh, even though the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah say you should say a tova ametiv if you finished it, many achronim say safek brachos ahakel, you don't. Um, okay. Now, even though you, you knew about the second bottle, and according to the, you know, let's finish reading the Ghagah. So really to understand this better, you're going to have to see Gimel. But you see, according to the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah, and 
even if you had both bottles on the table, when you said very pure geffen, since they're two different bottles, when you say the second one, you're supposed to say, Hatova Metiv. Um, there is an opinion that says if it was on the table, you don't. Uh, it's minority opinion. But the main opinion is, uh, again, especially with this bracha, there's a lot of different opinions and caveats. And if you stack them, you stack up every achron with each his own um, chiddush, his own chiddush of chumrah, uh, the bracha doesn't get said too often. But uh, according to the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah and most poskim, even if they were both there, um, okay, if it's in your house, or even if it's not in your house, okay. Let's go on. Mm. Uh, now, you say this on every new bottle of wine. So if the second bottle is worse, like you go from wine to grape juice, or perhaps you go from a uh, an, well, certainly an expensive bottle of wine to a cheaper bottle of wine. Uh, I guess we have to bring in a wine kind of sort of to, to... But um, basically, any time you know that you're going down in value or quality, then you're gonna, you, you don't say it. But any time you're not sure, then you do say. I saw someone say about Yain Mevushal, make the distinction. But in, in my opinion, when Yain Mevushal... For most normal people, you don't notice the difference. And I would probably defer, and you go based more on the wine connoisseur and the, the price tag. But the fact that it's mavushal or not mavushal, I don't think it makes a difference. And we know that many wines that are mavushal can, I mean, it's just a flash pasteurization. You're not really cooking it. And it can be better than a wine that wasn't mavushal. So it really depends on case-by-case basis, on the wine by itself. I would not make any kind of blanket statement like that. So anyways, any wine that's equal or better, you, so, you say Hatova Ametiv. Only if you're going down, then you would say that you don't say the Hatova Ametiv. And what the Ramah was saying at the end is, if you have both bottles of wine in front of you, we're going to see in Gimel, then you're going to end up saying the better, you're going to end up saying Hagefin on the better one. Because that's just the more appropriate thing to do. So once you say a bracha on the better one, then the next one is worse. So then you're not going to say a bracha on the, the second one. But if, for whatever reason, you had a bunch of bottles and whatever it is, as long as you're going the same level or more or higher, you're just going to, even if they're both brought out, you're going to say hatov vehametiv. Okay. So haga uh, vein. One second. And I just want to point out that even when you go, when you get two bottles of wine that are identical. The same company, the same that. Generally speaking, you would. Uh, I would can say this for later, but you're gonna. St- let's say it for later, but you're gonna end up. Uh, not mentioning, you're gonna end up saying the. Uh, you're gonna say atova metiv on the same on the same wine, because it generally comes from a different vat or a different barrel, uh, unless you know that it's probably from the same barrel. Um, okay, haga ve'ein chiluk ve'ein shneim chadashim echad chadash ve'echad yashan. It doesn't matter old or new unless you assume that the, the newer one is lower value. And it doesn't matter every, even though you drink wine, you know, in less than 30 days, that has nothing to do with the bracha of Atova Metiv. We know that by other brachot, sometimes you only say it once in 30 days. Atova Metiv, you can say many times even in one meal. 
for every new bottle. If you go from red to white, some say you go from, even if it's a lower quality, if Levan is considered, according to this opinion, a lower quality, why do you say it? You can still say, because this opinion felt that white wine is healthier than red wine. Gimel. You have two bottles of wine. So you should say a bracha only on a better one, and you have in mind for all wine, and then the next one, by definition, is lower, and therefore you wouldn't say a bracha. And you shouldn't reverse the order so that you could get yourself in a chance to say a tova meitiv. That's inappropriate. Uh, every step in life, you, you know, you, you do what's right now, uh, what's correct first. The general rule is whatever is the ikar, and whatever the chaviv is, that's what you say the bracha first. So we'll finish off tomorrow. We'll quickly read the last three halachot, and then we'll just sum up a bunch of different, um, uh, I guess, chumras and opinions, and we'll see a, a full picture by tomorrow.